Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Hashtag Wholeness Podcast. My name is Tiffany Michelle, and it is Monday, December 16th. I want to start off this episode by saying thank you to every single listener and everyone that's been emailing me and hitting me up and interacting with me. Um, it's been quite the journey and it's been amazing. It's been more than I thought it would be. And it's only been like four weeks. So this is really, really amazing. So I want to thank you guys for that. Um, I was really stepping out of my comfort zone by doing this podcast and wasn't too sure how it was going to be received. But I promised myself going forward that I'm just going to be completely honest and transparent because I feel like so many of us are, we have such surface relationships. Like we shoot the shoot the breeze. It's like, hey, how are you? How's work? How's this? And we don't really connect with each other. Like we say hi and we small talk, but we don't really get to know each other. And I'm kind of a little tired of that. And I want to connect with people on a different level. So that's what this podcast is about. Us connecting on a different level and helping each other. You never know what you're going through could help someone else or what someone else has gone through could help you. So that's what this podcast is going to do. We're going to share our stories and we're going to grow emotionally, spiritually, physically, in all areas of our life. We're going to grow together as a community and we're going to be on this journey together. So I want to thank you guys. Thank you very much. I also want to thank Danielle and Brooke for coming on the show last week. Shout out to you guys. Oh my gosh, that episode was amazing. I did have some microphone issues. It's totally my fault. Um, I thought my mic was working well. And then I listened back and I said, ooh, that was not so good. But I didn't want to get rid of the episode because I felt like there were some really good parts in there. So I just put it up there and I said, you know what? I'm just going to go with it. Some people may like it. Some people may not. But I thought it was really, really good. So even though, even the parts that you couldn't hear, the parts that you could hear were very clear and very, very good. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys weren't too um, disappointed by the quality of sound. But I will be getting better. I'm getting a new microphone. So moving forward, um, things will be different. So again, thank you ladies for coming on to the show and being so transparent with my listeners. Um, they really, really appreciated your transparency and sharing a little bit of what you struggled with in your marriage as, as well as some highlights. So thank you guys for that. And I appreciate you. I love you guys. And please don't let it be the last time that you come on here. Okay. All right. You got to come back. So one thing that was surprising about last week's episode is I got a lot of feedback from the men. And the crazy thing is, is that I didn't even know I had male listeners. <laughs> I thought I maybe had like two or three of my close friends and I told them about it, but I had more listen male listeners than I thought I had. So that was interesting. I got a lot of DMs like, hey, um, what about the men? And I'm like, what about the men? I didn't think about the men. <laughs> so... Um, a couple of my friends reached out too and they were like, you know, I really like the episode, but I think you should do a male perspective and I'd like to be on there. So that was very, very interesting. So I got a lineup of guys. Um, I asked them and they accepted. So stay tuned for that. We should be recording that soon. So definitely stay tuned for that episode. It's going to be great. I can't wait to hear their perspective on marriage. <laughs> so yeah. And one other thing that I wanted to address today is I did get a, a text message from a friend saying that, you know, he really appreciated the episode and he also 
um, inquired about the male's perspective and I asked him to come on the show and he said that he can't come on because he feels like it's a Christian um, podcast. And I'm like, yes, it is, but I'm very inclusive. I want everyone to be part of this. So even though you're not a Christian, you still have something to say and I want you to be part of it. So please don't feel like if you're not a Christian, you cannot be part of it. I feel like everybody has a story to tell and everyone has a life experience that could possibly help someone else. So please don't think like that. If you have something that you want to talk about, please reach out to me and let me know and we can set something up um, for an interview. So yes. And before I go any further, I want to do a huge shout out to Tiffany from Texas. It's so crazy, the power of social media. So last week, I got a DM from Tiffany from Texas, and it really blessed me. I'm going to read what she wrote to me once I can find it, of course. Okay. She said, hi, Tiffany. This is Tiffany, and I think we're twin sisters in Christ. Listening to your podcast, and you are all in my business. Thank you for the marriage episode. Much needed. Currently listening to Open Door and Wow. Thank you for being obedient to God's purpose. Needed all of this encouragement. Blessings, sis. So Tiffany, shout out to you for reaching out to me and letting me know that you've been a blessing to me. You have no idea. And I do think we're twin sisters. So please keep in touch. <laughs> yeah, but I thought that was so cool that I'm like, somebody from Texas that I don't know found my podcast through Instagram. Because I asked her, I said, thank you for listening. How did you find me? And she said, I found you on Instagram. And I'm like, that is so cool. So thank you for listening, Tiffany. Please stay tuned every week and let me know what you think. Um, and eventually down the line, maybe we can meet. You never know. You are my sister. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And moving right along, before I go into my next episode, the next topic for this week, I want to tell you a little bit about Anchor, the app that I've been using to record these podcasts. Stay tuned. Alrighty. Now let's get into this week's episode. I got a message from a listener and she wrote, Hey Tiff, thank you so much for last week's episode. I really, really enjoyed the guests and I enjoyed their insight on marriage. But I'm single and I feel like they mentioned a few things I should do while I'm single, like get involved in ministry and get myself together. But how do I get myself together? What are some of the things that you're doing right now while you're single to get it together? I thought that was a really great question. So today I want to focus in on five top things that I have been doing to get myself together while I'm single. It may be different from someone else's top things because they're in a different place in their life, but I'm just going to tell you the top things that I've been doing and things that, I've, that I'm working on. So the first thing is advancing in my education. I think this is really important while you're single to further your education and knock some goals off professionally. Not saying that you can't do that while you're married, but I think sometimes it's a little more difficult when you're married to go back to school, especially when you have children. It just get the equation gets really, really more, really difficult. So I say, why not take advantage of this time while you're single to further your education, knock off some of those goals that you want to have professionally, and really dive into that right now. Tip number two is to learn to be selfish with your time. This is something that I had to really focus on this year, and I made it a priority. I'm always the person that 
is running around here, there, and everywhere for everyone else. I didn't really know how to say no. People would ask me to do something and I would immediately say yes. And and then I get mad that I said yes. And I'm mad the whole time I'm doing it, but I'm doing it because I said yes. And of course, I want to be there for that person. But I'm pretty sure if I said no, they would just find someone else. So why was I stressing my, stressing myself out and stretching myself so thin to make sure that I was there for everyone? It really wasn't healthy. So this year I decided that I was going to learn how to say no and be selfish with my time. Because I noticed that I wasn't really getting things done for myself. There's a lot of things that I wanted to accomplish and they weren't getting done because I was always so busy. But busy doing things that weren't productive for myself and weren't bettering myself. So I really started to speak up and say, um, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to do that for you. And not going to lie, at first it was hard. I would say no. And then I'd be like, but are you okay with that? Um, Maybe I could do it tomorrow, maybe next week. Are you sure? Is that okay? And then I had to check myself and say, Tiffany, no means no. And it's fine. It's a complete sentence. If you say no, I'm sure they can find someone else. So I had to really start to get comfortable with saying no. And I'm great at it now. (laughs) But it took me a while. So um, definitely prioritize yourself and be selfish with your time. Make sure you're investing in yourself during this single period. Uh, One thing I started to do this year was to look at my calendar at the beginning of every month and block off two Saturdays for myself and make sure that I prioritized my self-care during that time. I made 2019 a self-care year where I would focus in on myself. And it's been very beneficial to me. So I highly recommend that. But I would just block off some time for myself. And I would say, okay, these two weekends, I'm available. If someone invites me to something, I'll be there. These other two weekends, it's a no. This is my personal time. And you may think it's a bit excessive, but I work Monday through Friday. And I'm busy at work all week. And then Sunday, I have church. So Saturday is really my only day. And if I fill up that Saturday every single Saturday, what time do I really have for myself? So I started to really evaluate it and say, no, this is not going to work. So this is what I plan to do. And this year, it's been so helpful. On that Saturday, I would go get a mani-pedi, maybe a massage, a facial. Some days I just stay home and watch Netflix. But it's my time. And it became a joke in my family. They'd be like, oh, Tiffany's having a self-care day. And I'm like, yeah, I am. I am having a self-care day. So please don't bother me. I won't be doing anything. Leave me alone. So, yeah, I think it's important that you prioritize yourself and be selfish with your time. And tip number three is to be selfish with your money as well. I'm not saying that you can't be generous. I think giving is important. But you got to make sure you take care of yourself first. And this is one thing, another thing that I struggled with. In my 20s, I spent so much money. I gave out so much money. Like there was nothing I wasn't contributing to. If you asked me, you had it. And not saying that wasn't a good thing, but I wasn't setting myself up the way I should have been. I was more focused on helping everyone else and not helping myself. And not only that, but I didn't know how to say no to things. People would invite me somewhere. Oh, I'm having this party. I'm having this. And I would just be everywhere all the time. And 
that is a huge financial responsibility when you're doing that, when you're everywhere spending so much money all the time, baby showers, bridal showers, birthday parties, this. And I had to step back a little bit and say, like, evaluate the situation. Like, Tiffany, you're giving out so much money every month and you could be saving this. So when I got into my 30s, I was like, whoa, what have you been doing? And I started to really take account for like every single dollar. I got on a budget and I had to say no to a lot of things, but it's important. You want to make sure that you're setting yourself up now. So when you meet that special person, it's like, hey, I have this, you have this. Now let's build our life together. But at that time, I wasn't thinking that I wasn't in that frame of mind. And I look back and I'm like, wow, that was a little bit delayed there, Tiff. Why weren't you thinking like that? And I don't know why I wasn't thinking like that, but I'm glad I'm thinking that way now. So um, I, I really strongly believe that during the single time, you should be focusing on stacking your money. So if you haven't been, start now. It's never too late to start. Start saving and make sure that you set yourself up for the life you want to have. Tip number four is to do a self-evaluation. Um, really start to look at yourself and analyze yourself. Um, this was a big thing for me this year as well. I realized that there were a lot of things that I was proud of, like a lot of things about myself that I loved. But then there were those things that I could not stand about myself. Um, just certain behaviors that I had that I didn't know why I had them, didn't know where they came from, didn't know why I did them. And I really started to write them down and say, this is what I wanted to work on this year. And that's kind of why I reached out to speak to someone because I wanted to improve. I noticed that I have some behaviors that are nasty and I don't want to take those behaviors into my next relationship. So I need to work on fixing them now. I honestly started to evaluate a previous relationship and really look at the situation as a whole. And you know, when you go through a breakup, you kind of point the finger like, oh, that person did this, that person did that, that person is this. And we really get into the blame game. But there comes a point when you have to evaluate yourself and take responsibility for the part that you played in the relationship and in the breakup. So I started to write down some things and like really look at some of the arguments or dis disagreements that we had and kind of assess them. Like, was I... How did I evaluate that? And I noticed some things about myself. I had a communication problem. And I didn't think I did, but I didn't know how to communicate. I would, things would bother me. I would never say them until it's like the straw that broke the camel's back and I am wilding out on you and you're like, what just happened here? And it would have been easier if I said, you know, I didn't like when you did this, but I didn't do that. I would note it. And then the next thing would happen. I would note that. And then the next thing. And then one day it's like, you move my cup and I'm blowing up on you for moving my cup. That's just a silly example, but you know what I'm going with with that. So I thought it was important for me to really look at myself and evaluate my behavior. I noticed that I not only did that in that relationship, but I kind of did that in my friendships also. I would be offended or be hurt by something somebody said and not tell them that I was hurt. And then another thing would happen. And then that's when I blow up on them. Like, cause you're this way and you did and you that, and that's not healthy and that's really not mature. So that's some of the things I wanted to work on. So while you're single, spend the time really getting to know yourself and improving on the behaviors that you don't like. 
you want to do it now because you don't want to get into a relationship and then you're like, oh, causing all these problems. Because I look back and I'm like, girl, you were problematic in some areas. Not saying that I'm responsible for the whole demise, but um, I was pretty problematic (laughs) and I didn't know how to communicate. So I'm working on that now to be more vocal and to say how I feel in the moment. Like this hurt. I didn't like that. Um, Yeah, those kind of things. And tip number five is to get in shape, get in the best shape of your life during this time. I think it's important. And, you know, when you look better, you feel better and it affects your overall mood. So I think it's important to get in shape and be your best self. So I didn't really focus that over the last couple of years and focus on that. But this new year, that's my main focus. I focused a lot on my mental and emotional health last year and the year prior. And this year, I really want to focus in on my physical. So that's my goal. And I think it's important, guys. So you don't got to take my word for it, but I think we should do this. And let's get into the best shape of our lives while we're single. I'm not saying that you can't be in your best shape while you're married, but you don't have as much time and you don't get as much time to work out. It's harder to work that time in once you get have children and you have to work full time and it just gets really, really busy. So I feel like putting yourself in a routine right now and starting the process will kind of get you there. I um, hope you understand where I'm going with this. Uh, I hope I'm not confusing you in any way, but yeah, these are some of the things that I want to, that I have been working on and that I want to work on. So for a recap, what I said was, Advance in your education and your career. Learn to be selfish with your time. Save your money. Do a self-evaluation. Evaluate yourself and get in the best shape of your life. I hope this helped you guys today. Please let me know if you liked it in the comments on Instagram. And if there's anything else you want to talk about, let me know. Stay tuned for next week. I have a really, really special guest here. And we're going to be talking about something really interesting. So I look forward to talking with you guys next week. Have a great week. See you later.